Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We go to the hotline right now, joining us, as he does each and every Wednesday on the show at about 8 o'clock. Um, he is the Hall of Famer. He's the general. He's our senior Texans columnist at SportsRadio610.com and GalleriesSports.com as well. John McClain joining us on the show. John, how are we doing this morning? I'm doing great, guys. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's good to have you on the show as always, John. So, John, we've um, we've had about a week for the D'Amico Ryan's fervor to uh you know kind of settle down simmer a little bit everybody's very very excited you talk to people around the league quite a bit is this does this feel a little foreign to you the last week where you've been talking to people around the league and the texans are getting widely lauded as for doing maybe one of if not the best moves so far this offseason everybody is um impressed that they got to who was the hottest assistant coach on the market he could have gone to any of the teams that were looking for jobs. They all want to interview him. He turned down Carolina. He interviewed, of course, with Denver the day before Houston. And then he canceled interviews with the Colts and the Cardinals because he zeroed in on this one. He made no bones about the fact that he wanted it. And I think that's something that endears him to people here because there had been so much controversy uh, in recent years, so much pathetic play over the last three years, that people were happy that he came and wanted to be here, especially since they were getting torn up so much nationally. And so it just seems to be an ideal fit to have Miko come back here. Now he's working on his staff, and then he's got to hit the ground running on a free agency that starts next month. He's got the combine coming up, so he's not going to be able to come up for air, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Is it, um, it's rare, uh, even more so the more I think about it, John, just for any NFL head coach to be genuinely excited about going to coach uh, like a specific location in a specific team. I think that you don't get, you know, there are very few instances of even Hall of Famers who became coaches of coaching their original team. Is that, can, I, I can't even think of something that would be similar other than I'd, I bet Kubiak was probably pretty stoked to be coming back to his hometown, but it was a brand new team. It wasn't obviously one that he had played for. Yeah, and that makes it uh, doubly 
good. Uh, I remember going to Denver before Gary was officially hired here and talking. He wouldn't talk to him because it wasn't official on the record, but I talked to Santa Ana and Bowling and the players about him, and they told me how fired up he was because he loved Houston. He's able to come home, and he'd been a ball boy for the Oilers. But I think when you've played and you've played well, you have memories. You know, D'Amico remembers that first season when they made the playoffs and won the first division title, the first playoff game, and the J.J. Watt phenomenon being born in the wild card victory over Cincinnati. He was part of all that. And the reason he was traded is because Wade Phillips didn't think he fit in his, in his defense, his 3-4. So general manager Rick Smith traded him to Philadelphia where he was his last four seasons. But as D'Amico said, this is a dream, was a dream job in his home. And when he says home, you know, the fact they were building a house here, that tells you how, how, how much affection they had for the city of Houston. And then for him to be able to get his first head coaching job here, that was a big deal to him, just like it's a big deal for the Texans and the fans. So, John, this was going to be home for him, even if he took a job somewhere else. Like when you say he was building a house here, like he, they were going to make this home base Forever for them. Home. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, even if uh, he was coaching in Arizona, let's say. Yep, they're forever home. And, and uh, I'm guessing, I don't know if they actually started it, but I know now he's got enough money or he can afford one a lot bigger. Well, yeah, he's going to have to move, depending on where it is. I mean, now he's got to be a little more strategic because he knows where his workplace is going to be here. So he might have to be strategic. John, you had a chance to talk to, I know you've had a chance to talk to some of the players, particularly some of the rookies. I saw a video, you talked to Jalen Petrie and Damian Pierce at the TriStar show this weekend. I'm curious, John, if you had to pick one of the rookies from last year's class that stands to gain the most have their star rise the highest because of the hire of D'Amico Ryans? You can only pick one. Who would it be for you? Well, I'm partial to Petrie because he played the full season. Christian Harris wasn't able to because of an injury. Derek Stingley was unable to because of an injury. And uh, Ryan singled out Petrie in his news conference where we were. And, and uh, I know they're all pumped. And Damian Pierce was pumped because D'Amico talking about owning the line of scrimmage, establishing the run, getting the ball into his playmaker's hands and letting them make plays. And Pierce is their best playmaker. But if I had to pick one, I would say Petrie because a safety can be used in so many different ways. And D'Amico had good safeties there. You know, it all started up front when you got three number one picks. Mm -hmm. That's why I believe that second number one pick here is going to be a pass rusher or a, a defensive lineman, either an end or a tackle, whoever's highest on their board. Now, if they decide to go in a different direction with the second pick and say, take Will Anderson Jr. or Jalen Carter, then I, I'm guessing that 12th pick would be offense. But, uh, you know, he's going to want, they need a tackle. They could always use another outside pass rushers so there's a lot of good ones supposed to go in the first round of this draft but uh what i can't wait to see now is do he and and nick casario go with a veteran quarterback do they pursue jimmy garoppolo uh, if i'm garoppolo i want to go somewhere where i think i got a chance to go to the playoffs right away but you never know miko played with him 
Casario was there when he was drafted in New England, traded to the 49ers, or do they go with Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud? So that's what's going to be so intriguing between now and the draft, and what they do in the draft, of course, has a lot to do with what free agency. You know, I, it's funny. When you bring up Garoppolo, I understand that the risk level is different. You know, you know that to take Bryce Young, you're going to be giving, you're going to be using a very high draft pick, obviously, if you if you take him. Um, but the injury risks with Bryce Young are still debatable and theoretical, whereas the injury risk with Jimmy Garoppolo are almost as dependable as the rising and setting of the sun. I just, I don't, and I know that wouldn't be the long-term solution. I just, I've got no appetite right now for a guy who's so injury-prone as Jimmy Garoppolo. I agree 100%, Seth. I'd rather start over. It's like, uh, you know, when you draft a quarterback, I usually like having a baby. You guys have had babies. You know what it's like. You watch them grow. They're going to stumble. They're going to screw up. But you watch them grow, and you want to bring out their potential and that growth. And it's the same way with a quarterback, especially one that's picked high in the first round. And Davis Mills will still be around here. And if they were to sign Garoppolo and he gets hurt, then you're playing Davis Mills again. And then next year, say you win six games, or five, then you're out of the running for a top quarterback. But yeah. I just don't know how D'Amico feels about that position. You know, if Kyle Shanahan could have a choice of high pick quarterback, he got one, Trey Lance. He paid dearly to get Trey Lance. And so, you know, they, they, they could have stuck with Garoppolo and they didn't. And to me, that kind of puts a buyer beware on him. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't think anybody th- should think that they're going to get more out of a quarterback than Kyle Shanahan did. But it is, it, like, to use the childbirth analogy, I mean, you bring in Derek Carr, and it's almost like you're just a wet nurse, whereas with Bryce Young, you've got to get an episiotomy. It's like because you're giving up that draft pick. So it's just it's a, it's a whole different experience, you know? Yeah. Kind of like the first time Seth and I both had babies. You made it sound I got like a sympathetic episiotomy. I said, Doc, I feel like I want to go through everything she's going through. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Uh, John McClain joining us on the show. Hey, John, speaking of uh, Derek Carr, what do you make of the news that he has been given permission to speak to the Saints? And I guess I saw reports that the Saints and the Raiders actually have agreed to some parameters of a deal, but Derek Carr's got a no trade clause. Do you think he winds up in New Orleans between now and next week? I've been reading salary cap experts yesterday talking about what all the Saints would have to do to fit his current contract uh, under their salary cap because they always have cap issues. And I think that's one reason Sean Payton walked away. He knew everything that was coming, and it was negative. And uh, if I'm Carr, I want to be—I want him to cut me so I can be an unrestricted free agent because I just can't imagine somebody is really going to give him the kind of money that he's owed. But, hey, New Orleans, they went with Andy Dalton last year. They had Jameis Winston on the roster. They could certainly use Carr, the car from two years ago, not this past season, with Josh McDaniels. You know, he threw for almost 5,000 yards in 2021. They gave him that monster contract, and it just didn't mesh with him and McDaniels and the system he brought from New England. So, uh, would he help the Saints win that division? I think anybody can win that division right now. So why not? Yeah, and um, and, and Jameis Winston is still under contract there too. So it's uh, it's it's an interesting quarterback situation. Um, 
I feel like I haven't checked the text line, but I'm sure we've got 29 texts asking, uh, demanding that we ask you, uh, John, when the hell are the Texans going to go ahead and hire an offensive coordinator? Well, it is starting to, it's starting to get a, to be a little bit of a thing. I think, uh, uh, Bobby Slowick, 49ers passing game coordinator is a top candidate. Clint Kubiak's top candidate. You know, they interviewed Troy Walters, who's never been an NFL coordinator, but neither is Bobby Slowick. And so, um, I'm open to get Slowick or Kubiak. As far as what's taking time, I don't know. We haven't seen anything leaking nationally by agents about their coaching staff. And of course, um, maybe they're going to try to, they interviewed, they're talking about, I can't imagine they're going to interview a quarterback coach like Gerard Johnson without uh, having an offensive coordinator doing the interviewing too, considering how closely those two work. So they may have people they want that they're just waiting to pull the trigger on for whatever reason. I just don't know. John, I want to give Tim Kelly the benefit of the doubt because he seems like a good dude. Um, is uh, He was promoted to offensive coordinator in Tennessee. I feel like a lot of Texan fans kind of associate him just in sort of a Pavlovian way to – Two really bad Texan seasons in 2020 and 2021, where he was the the play caller for both of those teams. What are your What are your thoughts on Tim Kelly? Could this be a good hire by Mike Vrabel? Does anybody give me credit for 2019? Wasn't he a play caller then? I don't think so. I thought he got promoted to play caller in 2020. I think O'Brien. Well, was he out. had Watson. Watson loved him. The offense was really good. I'm happy for Tim. I like him. I was happy Vrabel hired him. Vrabel's got a lot of former Texans people there that he worked with here, and I wish him the best of luck. Yeah, no, this is what happened with Tim O'Brien, uh, John. It was the weirdest thing was he was elevated to offensive coordinator in 2019, and then all of a sudden in 2020 he was elevated to offensive coordinator for reals this time. Um, and everybody asked him questions about, like, what's it like now being the offensive coordinator, uh, ignoring the fact that he was nominally the offensive coordinator the year before. It was, uh, it was absurd. It was really ridiculous. Well, I hope he does very well. That 2020 offense where the team was bad was pretty damn good. Yeah, it was that was a fun offense. No, it wasn't, though. It wasn't. It wasn't a good offense. They passed for a lot of yards but didn't score any points. They were like uh, they 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 were never good. This is we got to stop this. We got Deshaun Watson would get up after games and act like he had delivered a Heisman esque performance because he threw for four hundred yards, but they lost the game and didn't score any points. I'm so disgusted with the last four years of this football team. Okay, I'm over it, John. I apologize. I got uh, just a little well, bit. You, I just, you yeah. should be disgusted with the last three years, considering that yeah. four other year they actually won a division in a playoff game before they went down the toilet. John McClain joining us. Um, John, uh, thoughts on the Super Bowl this weekend? Who are you going with? What are you most looking forward to? Eagles. I've been picking Eagles since uh, before the playoffs. I think they have the most balance. They have the best. They have a really good running game, great offensive line. Jalen Hurts, when they get down close to the goal lines, I like another running back. They have great wide receivers, good tight end. They just – they don't have a weakness across the board on offense, and I'm not sure they do on defense. It's hard to tell because their pass rush is so great. 74% of their sacks come from a four-man rush. If they do that against the Chiefs, the Chiefs have a good line. That uh, Then they drop seven. Mahomes is not going to be as mobile. He's got injuries at wide receiver. The Eagles and Jonathan Gannon, their coordinator, have to find a way to contain Travis Kelsey. I think that 
Gaz is good enough that he's going to make sure to put two people on Kelsey everywhere he goes, starting on the line of scrimmage. You have to make somebody besides Kelsey beat you. Nobody else has been able to do that. And I'm really interested to see what the Chiefs do to keep Hassan Reddick away from uh, Patrick Mahomes because the 49ers couldn't do it. Uh John, are you concerned about Yellowstone getting canceled? Did you hear that story that Kevin Costner is I getting did. a little jerky? Are you worried you're a big Yellowstone guy? He's starting his own show, and uh, he wanted to work last. They don't want him to, so there's a report and deadline that this is going to be the last season, and, he, and there are negotiations with Matthew McConaughey to come in in some role and take a bunch of the cast members. So I have no idea, but Ooh. yes, I'm disappointed. Seth, you look Ooh. intrigued. Yeah, give me some Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, that might salvage that. the likability of that show. Bring in, bring in one of the good Duttons yeah. so far. Uh, from what I can tell, most of them are just whiny cows other than um, basically the, the war veteran in 1923. Right. That, guy, that guy seems like a genuine badass. Right. John Dutton's just a little rich boy Nepo baby whining about everything while being a bad rancher to yes, be and yes. a horrible governor. Yeah, my request, that guy my and, re- and his stupid kids. My request would be if they're going to cancel it, Take all the characters, put them in the middle of a field, and just have one episode where they drop a nuclear bomb in the middle of the Dutton Ranch, and then that's it. The I'd, end. Yeah, I'd rather have him be trampled slowly by his, uh, <laughs> by by his cattle diminishing herd. Yeah, the seven <laughs> yeah. cows that he still owns. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As you can tell, as long John, as they have Rip in it. I'll watch it. Okay, you're a big Rip guy. Oh, screw that dude. Screw him. That's like, oh, Beth, I'll do whatever you tell me to do. I'm such a man. He's kind of yeah. whipped. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah. he's whipped. He's whipped. <laughs> <laughs> John, what do you got going on? What do you got going on on your various platforms? On uh, Sports Radio 610, I have a column that's just posted this morning on uh, D'Amico Ryan's what he's doing and what he and Casario are going to have to do on both sides of the roster. And I hope they keep Frank Ross as a special teams coach. And then I have a column on uh, gallerysports.com with 10 of my favorite Super Bowl memories. And I am writing one today for Gallery Sports on Donnie Anderson, a running back from Texas Tech, Packers and Oilers first round draft choice who signed with the Packers because Lombardi gave him two cars and uh, he played in the first two Super Bowls and he talked about playing for Lombardi, about each of those games, how they played out, told me some incredible stories, so I'm working on that one today. I thought you said Lonnie Anderson for a second. I would read a John McClain story about Lonnie Anderson for sure. This one's on Donnie, and okay. I'll tell you what, it's got some great stories. I'm sure. I'm sure it does. You're a great storyteller. John, we've got to record a podcast today, too, remember. We're doing our mailbag. I'll be ready. All right, mailbag episode. Ready. Email, if you're, if, you, uh, if you're near your, uh, your email machine, H-O-U mailbag at gmail.com. If you want to send a question for the mailbag for the Utopia Football Podcast, H-O-U mailbag at gmail.com. John, we appreciate it. I'll talk to you in a few hours. Guys, thank you very much as always. All right, good stuff. John McClain joining us here on the show. Um, yeah, that 2020 Texans offense uh, scored the 19th most points in the NFL. Yeah. So. And yet, uh, yeah, Deshaun Watson was just uh, glowing all the time about what an awesome season he had. And yet I mean, they were kind know, of like, fun. 
<laughs> they were not. Well, no, that's what Aaron Rodgers. That's why I used to get so pissed at the debates about Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers would routinely have years where they were they were not in the top ten in scoring offense, whereas yeah. like the Patriots are always in the top five in scoring offense. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, he was on Pat McAfee yesterday. What is Aaron Rodgers' off season looking like here over the next few weeks? And would Seth and I be able to survive it? You'll hear from Aaron Rodgers next. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.